Well, welcome back, everyone, to the Young Adult Ministry Podcast. I'm really excited that my good friend and teammate, Angie Rizzo, is joining us again today. Hi, Angie. Hey. And we're excited to bring you into a conversation. We actually started at one of our Young Adult gatherings last month, but the recording got messed up. So we wanted to bring you into this conversation on the podcast so you can share with others. And it's a really important topic that Angie cares a lot about. Yes, I do. (laughs) And Angie, I'll just go ahead and let you introduce it. So what are we talking about? Why do you care about it? And what do you, like, what, how's this related to your job? Sure. Um, So today we're talking about God's global body. Mm -hmm. So the cool thing about God is that he is the God of the universe, which means he's also the God of the entire world, which means that's the same God that is worshiped from places like Japan to the U.S. to South Africa to Chile. It's all the same God if you're following Jesus and walking in step with him. Mm -hmm. And so this is about global missions and what does it mean to be on mission for God globally. Mm -hmm. And so here at Hope Community Church, I function as the Global Hope Coordinator. And what I do is I help maintain contact with our partners all around the world. And we've got partners in countries as far away as Uganda, South Asia. Um, We've got people also in Nicaragua and Haiti um, and beyond. And we wanna make sure that we are maintaining that relationship and just like early t- relationship with God, having communication is really key. So I help facilitate that. Um, also making sure they have resources, whether that's financial resources, potentially coaching, and even ministry materials. We often provide that. Um, and then sending teams, which I'm sure you probably are most familiar with. If you've ever been around Christian circles, going on mission is pretty common. Um, and that's also something we do here. Yeah, I love that we call it having mission teams instead Mm -hmm. of going on mission trips because a trip is something you kind of like almost can treat a little bit like a vacation in a way but a team is really living on mission together and they're joining the team that's already there which we're going to serve the community that's already doing the mission and we're just joining in to be a part of that team and sharing in God's work together and so we do have some practical opportunities to join teams coming up that we'll tell you about a little bit later um, and as a, as a church, we try to be strategic about these long-term relationships and long-term partnerships. So before we jump into those details, I'd love for you just to share a little more about like why you particularly care about this and why yeah. you're passionate about this as your job. Absolutely. Um, so I had the great honor and privilege of being raised as a military kid or a military brat if you're in the service, Um, and that meant I moved every three or four years. So I moved from California to the East Coast and even lived in Germany for several years. Um, And what I loved was that no matter where I lived, there was a body of Christ that was worshiping Him, and it didn't matter if I moved, I could still find somebody that was worshiping Christ. Um, And I just thought that the universal element of that was so cool that it was bigger than something that I was. It was bigger than something that, you know, was a group of people where I was at. It was just this whole world of people. And so I really loved that. And as I got older, I became more familiar with places and countries where the gospel didn't get to go out a lot. Um, there were people that were persecuted for the faith, like we read in Paul's letters. And even as we see Jesus be persecuted, And I was just like, wow, that's happening today, now? No way. And so the more I learned about that, the more I was like, oh wow, this isn't just like a, hey, let's feel good and do this. It's it's like a real tangible faith that people still do die for today. 
how can I be a part of encouraging and supporting that effort? Because I live in a place where I have the freedom to wear a cross necklace around my, my neck. I have the freedom to worship publicly. I can carry around a Bible if I want to. I can even get a tattoo of a Bible verse if I wanted to. And in other countries, you know, people are killed for that or hunted or all these horrific things. And so um, how can I be a good steward of the freedom that I have here to advocate for my brothers and sisters around the world? Yeah, that's cool. So some of your experiences growing up kind of prepared you for having this heart for the world. Mm -hmm. And that, that's awesome. I think sometimes we can look back at our story and, and see these little threads that God weaves together at different points in our life. And I love how you're getting to serve and God's woven these pieces of your story together so you can equip our church to go on mission with these partners and build relationships that really not only make a difference in what's happening there, but really make a difference in the lives of the people who go. And Absolutely. that's what I've seen in going on, on on mission experiences to other cultures is I always walk away more changed and, and more in awe of who Jesus is than before I went. And you just learn a lot. I mean, the, the seeing the faith of, of people in a completely different context with you it, it just, it scrambles your hard drive a little bit. And it's hard to explain until you experience that. And so that's why I would really encourage you, if you've never been on a mission team experience before, to, to pray about it and be willing to take a leap and jump in um, and get involved because the way that it'll stretch and grow you and your, and your relationship with Jesus, I, I probably can't put that into words for you. But um, that's why I'm excited to lead a trip to, to Nicaragua this summer. And I know Frank and Rachel Montoya, a couple of leaders within YAM, are also leading a trip to Nicaragua. And just getting to process the experience together, it, it's just, it's really, it's really rich. And it so is. I'm excited about what God's going to do. Um, I'd love for you to share a little bit more about like the different partnerships we have. Uh, you did a good job talking about that when we gathered at YAM. But for people that might be new to Hope or haven't even been, been to Hope before, I, it's helpful to know that we have some like long-term strategic partners. Right that we not only support financially, relationally, like you said, just giving them support and, and resources as, as we can help them as a church, um, but also sending teams uh, right. at, when, when it makes sense to do that. So That's could you right. talk about some of our main strategic partners, like kind of what, what they're about, who they are? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so our, our biggest strategic partner is Agape in Haiti. Um, and so Jean Alix is the pastor of Agape, and he also stewards a couple of children's homes and several schools and helps with Espoir Vivan, which means living hope, um, which helps women who are um, getting skills training so they can support their families. The strategy behind Agape is that if you've ever heard or listened to the history of Haiti, it's kind of just been a dumpster fire for a while. Back in- um, This is true. Yeah. In uh, 2021, their president was assassinated and they've since been ruled by gangs. Um, and so, but even before that, um, there was connection with Jean Alix. Um, there was an introduction and his heart, his vision to go after the people when, when many people were leaving Haiti um, and kind of uh, abandoning the country to the corruption that it was. Um, there was a man named John Alix who was like, no, I'm, I'm not gonna leave my people to, behind. I'm, I'm gonna continue to advocate not only for their salvation, but for their growth and for their understanding of their identity that they are valued by God and that they can have dignity and they do have dignity inherent through him. 
And so equipping and seeing them where they are and helping them grow was just so important. And so they're one of our largest strategic partners. Another strategic partner that you're actually going to be going to see Mm -hmm. um, is Sunika, which is down in Nicaragua. And one of the models that we absolutely love about Sunika is that they do uh, ministry outreach through clean water education and discipleship or mentorship. And their strategy is so good because it's not this, um, hey, we have the answer for you. They go into communities and get to know people. They say, hey, what are your needs? And if one of their top needs is clean water, they're like, hey, we know how to do that. Would you like help? And it's not, oh, we're going to come and move you out of the way and do it for you. It's a let's work together towards Mm -hmm. this. And then that allows them to um, have relationship, do discipleship, offer education, um, which betters the entire community. Mm -hmm. And so this idea of empowering people to see them, to say, hey, you have value. You are capable of doing this. You might just need a hand right now. That's what allows people to to recognize that there is a God that loves them and wants this great life for them, mm-hmm. that they can have this agency to, to move forward, that they don't have to live stuck, and that there is a global body that's here to come alongside and support. Mm-hmm. Um, so that model of coming alongside is really what we look for in yeah. all of our partners. Yeah. So then we're like, I like how you said that. We're not coming in as the people with the answers. We're coming in to serve. And right. to really represent the character of Jesus and to walk alongside of them as they, they meet the needs of their community. Exactly. And that has a much longer term sustainability to it and impact on their community and discipleship. And yes. that's a, a part of the the beauty of Sunika. I haven't gotten to go down there myself yet. I'm really excited to, but I, I got to watch it kind of emerge and when when it first happened about 15 years ago and and the one of the leaders Josh and other guy Alan just started going down there and getting to know the needs praying and and connecting with people and and then they just had this burden to go and and uh, and really give their life to that mission and yeah. and so now Josh is actually married to Betty who's from Nicaragua and Chile she's from Chile oh mm-hmm. I got that wrong well, sorry Josh <laughs> that's okay and but they they live there full time they do and it's it's incredible to yeah. see what God has done in their life so absolutely and they've even had three children on the mission field yeah. and they're raising them there mm-hmm. um, and I think I think sometimes what's interesting about global ministry is sometimes people are like well I can't because I have all these things going on or um you know i haven't finished um you know this degree program yet Mm -hmm. or i've i haven't um you know gotten my wife and and 2.5 kids in my house and my you know dog or whatever it is and and just like you said there's this element of prayer and when the lord when you're in communion with the lord and the lord calls you into something everything tends to like work together towards what god's calling you to Mm -hmm. Um, if he's if he's putting a passionate mission on your heart, he will bring the people around you. He will bring the resources around you um, to to walk in step with him. Yeah. And so I think that's been another kind of barometer for investment as far as like, hey, you know, out of the millions of service organizations, out of the millions of ministries out there, yeah. who do we support? Um, a lot of that comes with a lot of intentional prayer, mm-hmm. ha- having relationships over decades even, um, and and saying, okay, God, this is what we have. What do you want us to do? Um, and that's just been consistent. And even within the ministries, like you said, Sunika is a organization of prayer. Agape is an organization of prayer. Watoto yeah. is an organization of prayer. They're in Uganda. We've got uh, 
uh, partner in South Asia that we can't name um, because of the persecution there that is an organization of prayer and doing incredible ministry. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's it's really mostly God. We just show up and try and do what he says. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And and so, again, I can't encourage you enough to pray about whether God could be leading you to go on one of these trips. So could you just share practically, like, okay, if they, they're feeling drawn in this direction, what are the opportunities that they could jump into and explore? Absolutely. Um, so if you are in the Raleigh Triangle area and you want to join a mission team, awesome. Uh, we have got a Global Hope Interest Form and it's at gethope.net slash global and you'll just see Interest Form. Go ahead and fill that out. Yeah. That comes directly to me. I will send you an email or give you a call and say, hey, let's have a conversation. What's God telling you right now? Yeah. Where do you feel like you're at? Um, for some people, they are like, hey, I'm just really excited and I want to know more. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I would love to give you resources. There are some people who are like, hey, I've been praying about it for months. I want to go. This is the country that I feel God is calling me to. And if it's one of the countries that we partner with, hey, I've, I've got opportunities for you. There are teams coming up in uh, July of next year. Mm -hmm. um, Corey's leading one. Soren and Caroline and Frank and Rachel are leading another. Mm -hmm. um, there's also opportunities to France and there's an and other- that's in the fall, right? That's mm -hmm. correct. So um, France and South Asia will be in October of next year, and we're mm. continuing to get details around that. So if those are some countries um, that you're interested in, we would be, we'd love to connect you with those resources as well. Yeah, so gethope.net slash global. And Correct. then there's an interest form there that you can fill out. That starts the process. Mm -hmm. um, and then we really equip you to have a great experience. Uh, that's what Angie and others on her team have worked hard to set up systems and processes to help you have all the support that you need to go and have an incredible experience. Um, Absolutely. And so, yeah, we'd love for you to consider that. And then for this year, um, we're also trying to think a little more um, intentionally about how we're handling like the Christmas season at yeah. Hope. And we've, for years, have really seem like a movement of generosity this time mm -hmm. of year because we remember that God gave his one only son for us. He, he became one of us to show us his love and gave his life on a cross for our sins. And, and now he's alive. He, he defeated death and he lives in the heart of all of us who believe in him. And now we get to give our lives as a reflection of that generosity of God. And that mm -hmm. includes our resources, that includes our time, our talent. And so this time of year is often like an opportunity to really to give towards some specific needs. Mm -hmm. And so in the past, I hope we've done some big things like we did a toy store drive for a while where you kind of donate toys. And those were, those were great experiences. But we're trying to think beyond Christmas this year, beyond mm -hmm. just kind of the event and the big the big event that is like a one stop shop. And we're trying to actually meet the needs of different places in our community and our global partners and Absolutely. to be strategic about that, which in some ways could feel like, oh, wait, what are we doing? Like there's a lot of things, but it, it's actually pretty simple and mm -hmm. there's a number of different ways to get involved. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more about that. Like how are we thinking about this like beyond Christmas initiative yeah. and how could they be a part of that? Absolutely, I'd love to. Um, so the beyond Christmas idea is that Christ enters the world at Christmas. Mm -hmm. The story doesn't end there. Mm -hmm. And so it's this ongoing. It's the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. So beyond Christmas is we want to help people walk alongside 
with Christ and walk, walk alongside those who need water, those who need education, and those who need food. Um, the local opportunity here in the triangle is the food element, and that's partnering with Wake County doing Backpack Buddies. Mm. There's an online link for that, and it's just important to help make sure that children who are not, um, who are relying on the schools for food, don't go hungry like over the Christmas break. All of us get really excited. Woo, we're out of school. But there are some kids that go home and are like, ooh, I only have three boxes of mac and cheese left and I've got two weeks before I go back. Um, so we wanna make sure that we're strategically coming alongside those children by committing monthly to give um, food and resources to the Backpack Buddy Initiative. The two global elements that I'm very excited about are Sunika is, is doing, we are doing a water project with Sunika. Um, their uh, initiative is called Pipeline. So essentially it's, would you commit to providing clean water for an individual or a family for every month for two years and then they'll have water for a lifetime. Mm. That's incredible. Mm. The idea of having a monthly financial commitment for two years and then they're good for, for life. Yeah. And so that- That's amazing, I mean, we take this for granted, like. I often don't even think about it, and and it, this this is so important to just having a healthy life. Absolutely. And this is a very tangible need that they've that they have like detected in their community that we can make a big difference in. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And having that that pipeline of resources available so that when there is an issue, if there's a a pipe that bursts or anything like that, mm -hmm. they're able to respond right then. It's not two or three weeks down the road and then it's like, oh, we finally got the resources together. It's having that access consistently. I um, mean, like you said, I mean, every day we go mm -hmm. to, to wash our hands or have water and it's there. Um, and that's just not the case in other families. Yeah. Um, so that is the Sunika initiative where uh, clean water is the objective. The other one, um, I am, super passionate about because the more I learn about it, the more I am just um, convicted at my own privilege, quite mm -hmm. frankly, and also just um, heartbroken for the need and seeing that it still exists in this way. Um, but Help One Now is a nonprofit organization that is a partner with Shauna Leakes and Agape to help facilitate a school in Ferrier. Mm -hmm. So if you've been around Hope for a while, you know that Agape is in Port-au-Prince, which is near the capital. Mm -hmm. Ferrier is up on the border near the Dominican Republic. Um, and so, but there is a school there of children that have been rescued from trafficking um, or who have been orphaned and no longer have parental support. and we are being invited to sponsor those 51 children. Mm. Now, each of those children requires seven sponsorships to be fully sponsored. Mm. That sponsorship covers food, water, clothing, medical needs, but more importantly, it also, or in addition to, maybe not mm. more importantly, <laughs> um, it also provides education. Mm. And it's that idea of even if you are living in a war-torn area, even if you don't have parents or you come out of some horrific situations, mm -hmm. there's still, it is still worth investing in you so that you can read, yeah. so that you can have the ability to do math, so that you can engage in the world with agency as you grow. Um, and that is also a monthly commitment. That is not a two year limit. That is until the child is able to subsist on their own. Mm. Um, so. But the opportunity is um, humbling in a lot of ways mm -hmm. um, to be able to come in to um, 
their lives, even though they don't know who we are, <laughs> and just say, hey, even though you don't know me, I wanna make sure you have food, I wanna make sure you have water, I wanna make sure that you get to learn and have that opportunity. We take education for granted. We mm -hmm. complain about going to school, we hate our classes, like we've got more pens and pencils rolling around in our vehicles mm -hmm. than we care to shake a stick at. But just providing those resources is so novel mm -hmm. and such a, a humbling honor uh, to have access to that we wanna try and do that if we can. Yeah, so. that's awesome. So those are three specific initiatives mm -hmm. that we're gonna be talking about during the Christmas season around hope. So mm -hmm. you might, be, depending on when this video comes out, you might be hearing this here first. Young mm -hmm. adults lead the way. Yes. And jump in, we know everybody is in different places financially, but again, giving is not out of obligation, it's mm -hmm. out of the overflow of the gratitude of our heart. And mm -hmm. we're not, the Bible says not to give out of um, compulsion, but prayerfully. And, and and graciously, generously. And so just pray about what God's leading you to do and then follow the Holy Spirit's leading to, to how he's, he's leading you to get involved. Uh, because it's always God's heart to restore the broken things and care for yeah. the least and the last, the, the lost and the forgotten and the overlooked and, and the hurting. And, and he, he wants to use us to be a part of that mission in the world to, to spread his good news, not only in word, but in deed. And so Jesus in Matthew 25 made it really clear that whatever we do for the least of these, we actually are doing it for Jesus, not to get any kind of gold stars for ourselves, but just right. to serve our King who right. cares so much that he gave his life not only for us, but for the whole world. And yeah. so that's what the global team gets to to lead us in as a church. Angie, I'm so grateful for, for how you lead us. And I'm excited for you guys to take your next step and how God's leading you, whether it's potentially joining a team or getting involved beyond Christmas this year. Mm -hmm. um, and there's so many ways God can use us to meet the needs of our community uh, before they come to us. And, and you guys are doing that in incredible ways. I mean, those are just a, a few strategic ways we're doing that collectively as a body. And Absolutely. so I want to encourage you to be a part of that mm -hmm. and really appreciate you coming to join us. Thank you. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that verse. I was thinking of that and I was like, oh, where is that? I'm so glad you knew. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that I just wanted to mention yeah. is I was having, um, I was reading the Bible with a friend of mine who goes to young adults, so see if you can figure out who this is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they had this beautiful illustration and analogy of how, you know, we, we give out of the overflow of our hearts, just like you were saying. Mm -hmm. And the image was the idea of a cup. And so the way that she described it was there's a cup here and the Lord, and this is us, and the Lord pours into it. Well, there's other cups below us that when this overflows, that pours into it. But if you think about it, if the cup is not around other cups, mm -hmm. there's, it pours out onto the ground. All of that overflow doesn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so if you are looking for, hey, I don't know what to do and I don't know how to get connected, get connected to a young adult, come to a small group, get connected into the body. Mm -hmm. um, and if you, you know, as little as $14 a month, you can sponsor an individual for water for Sunika. Mm -hmm. If you wanna be challenged to walk in faith in, in a new way, to, to give in that way, that's, that's an opportunity that we're offering no matter where in the world you're listening. Mm -hmm. Um, even if you can't come yeah. to the to the facility of hope. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I love that. That is a great analogy. I know. She's so smart. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We won't out you on the video. No. <laughs> maybe you'll have to share that at YAM sometime. Yes, please. Yeah. Well, would you be willing to close some prayer as we, we conclude this conversation for the day? Yeah, let's pray. Um, God, we thank you that you are so good. God, we thank you that um, you saw this moment in time before the world even began. 
We thank you that you know each and every person that is listening, every heartbeat, every cell in our body, God. Um, you are familiar with it and you have designed it for a purpose. Um, Father, we do confess and we just ask your forgiveness of when we get distracted, when we get distracted on social media and on our phones and of just the cares of this world, God, and we forget to look to you first. So Father, I pray that you would draw our eyes back to you. God, I pray that those who um, are far from you would, would feel your invitation and that they would know that you do not invite them with a, a sense of condemnation or judgment. You are not angry at them, Lord, but you are excited for them to turn to you, God. Um, God, I just pray for anybody who is like, what do I, what do I do with this information? I'm, I'm interested, but I don't know what to do. God, I pray that you would provide clarity. God, I pray that we in Young Adult Ministry would be uh, a people of prayer, that we would seek you first in all things, um, and that you would guide us. Uh, God, if there's anybody that is thinking, hey, I, I might be able to do that monthly commitment, God, I pray that you would nudge them towards that. Um, God, I pray that if somebody is thinking about doing that monthly commitment and should not, that you would steer them away from it, Father. God, we want our people to be in step with you first. And Father, we thank you that your Holy Spirit is within us, God. Anybody who claims Jesus as Lord is indwelled by you, God, and we thank you for that. We ask that you would just be with us as we go throughout our days, guide our thoughts, guide our words, guide our actions. We love you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, thanks again for joining us, Angie. We'll see you guys next time. Take care. Bye.